Stuttered my brother was handy. Hey, fantasy, inception. We talking touchdowns, receptions, interceptions. They got a band to kick her. We need that correction. Talk mouth, we flexing. How many of y'all you collect? We trying to get that winning record. Fantasy. Yeah. We back and we back and we back. And two. But it is hoping what it should be another episode of Fantasy Session. The podcast today is August the 20th, and the boys are back in town for the second time for the running back uh part two of the running back episode. And if you are looking at this on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. Uh-huh. Uh, give us a like, make sure you comment, make sure you tell a friend. And if you're listening to this on Apple or wherever you consume your podcast at, make sure you tell a friend where you heard the best podcast in the world at Fantasy in Session. Bow, 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 gunshots. They won't let me play my uh, yes, sir. Let me play my drop, so I, I ain't gonna play it right now. Okay, but, uh, yeah. Under uh, technical difficulties, so you know, under construction. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta filter through it. All right, man. I gotta learn how to fade that out or something. But um Melvin Gordon uh, was pulled from practice with a tweaked injury. They didn't come out with any specifics on what the actual injury was. And another piece of news that came out, Nick Bangio said that him and Philip Lindsay could possibly uh, get, I guess, enough touches where they don't have to designate which one is the starter. So how do y'all feel about um, the this tandem going forward? It's definitely something to uh, keep in mind, but, you know, got to remember that he also said the same thing last year about Royce Freeman, you know, and uh, we know, all know that Lindsey was still the man last year. So, you know, you just got to follow the money, I think. And that's really nothing to take away from Lindsey. I still think he'll be evolved, of course, because he is a good player. But I just don't think he excels at anything better than um, Melvin Gordon. So he's going to get the bulk of the touches. I agree. I mean, I, de- I think Lindsey could be a flex play some weeks because he has some boom and some of his rushes. He don't need all the touches. So we'll just see what what, what he do with his touches, and he could possibly end up a flex play some weeks. Zach Moss is showing <laughs> passing, catching ability in quotations. I don't really know what that means, but it looks good, you know what I'm saying, for all the Zach Moss groupers out there. Tell I mean, us something we, we don't know. <laughs> yeah. We already knew that, though. <laughs> from his film, we already knew he was going to be catching the ball and uh, take some touches away from Singletary. So. Damn. We haven't really talked Shots fired. We haven't really talked about Singletary this offseason, now that, I, now that I think about it. It's I mean, once they drafted Zach Moss, his stock kind of just died a little bit. So. Yeah, that sucks. Um, but I guess, I mean, the plan was never really to make him the bell cow, bro. And they, you know, yeah. they want to split touches with him. That is true. Um, let's see. Debo Samuel was reported last week not to be, um, wasn't looking like he was going to make it week one. Now he's looking like he is going to make it week one. So how do y'all feel about drafting Debo Samuel and redraft this year? Slow your roll, man. Just slow your roll. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't. I wait to see it. It's a foot right here. Wide receiver. I wait to see it. Yeah. I, I'm not really targeting him still in redraft because, um, he had a broken foot, right? The and like, you know, was yeah, it, it was some some with his foot, and I just know that's was he on crutches and his foot wrapped. That was just that was just, that's just bad news for a receiver, you know, to have a foot injury. Like it's a high chance of re injury. So I think I'm gonna stay away and redraft. Um, still like him in dynasty, but bad news. Staying in uh, in San Francisco, Kendrick Bourne is uh expect is not expected, but is said to be the most consistent wide receiver out there. Y'all want any shares of Kendrick Bourne? Oh, okay. 
Dynasty, yeah. I, I went out actually and picked him up in wherever he was available in all my leagues. So, because he, he showed little flashes last year. So, if he, he did. thrust into an opportunity, like, I'll definitely take it. You know, they're going to put up points. If he's consistent with his opportunities, which kind of held him back, um, then yeah, he'd be a good little pickup. But I'm not really buying into it. Um, Tyreek Hill appeared to <clears throat> sustain a right leg injury during the one-on-one drill. Ooh. How do y'all feel? He jogged off of, but he, and he left the field on his own, but he didn't return to practice. Ouch! Uh, if that's hamstring, soft tissue. I'm worried, buddy. I am worried. Uh, yeah, add it to the list of injuries that we keep hearing about, man. It's going to keep happening, too. Everybody's like, you know, you can stay in shape, but you got to be in football shape, and they ain't really been able to do that. So, Nick Chubb, Get ready. Nick Chubb is doing well. Uh, he's in meetings right now. He's still in concussion protocol. Hey, in other news about that same backfield, y'all, did you hear the report about Hunt? Um they're saying he's looking like 2017 Hunt because, you know, he's been getting all the touches out there in practice. Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. right. If, if, mm-hmm. if some, God forbid, something happens to Chubb, bro, like that dude, mm-hmm. whoever's been getting him like in that seventh, eighth round, that's where he was going early in the offseason anyway. Cool. Um, out in, where was I about to take us? I was going to take us to Arizona where Cliff Kingsbury came out and said Chase Edmonds is going to be more than King and Drake's backup this year. Did he say that, or did he say he views him as a back, as not as a starting running back? From Cardinals website and uh, out in Philadelphia, the last piece of news um, I got: Miles Sanders is week to week with a apparent low body injury after what we just written and raved about him. Now we did rant and rave about him last episode. Yes, we did, about? man. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's just it's, it's still. It still has time before the season starts, man. So I'm not paying too much attention to injuries unless it's like a significant one. So it's just got to wait and see. Make yeah, they say, then. bro, be ready. Week one. Ready yeah. rock. Tip top. I, 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 I haven't adjusted my rankings because I didn't want to mess up the episode, you know what I'm saying, with the consensus or whatever. But Oh, appreciate that. I'm definitely probably going to have to do – we're going to have to do something about that. You know what I'm saying? We? Uh, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Uh, I mean, if, if he's still sitting out next week, then, yeah, he might have to move down a little bit. But just go wait and see. Huh? Um, anybody else got anything? That's all the news I got. No, nah, man, you did a great job, man. That was great. <laughs> hey, but anyway, man, let's get into why we are here. Uh, running backs one through ten. Top let's, ten, top ten, top ten. Yes, for sure. Um, let's give him the, what, 11 through 20 last episode. So that's Clyde Edwards-Hilaire coming in at 11, Ty Gurley at 12, Josh Jacobs at 13, Miles Sanders at 14, Aaron Jones at 15, Leonard Fournette at 16, 17, Chris Carson, Melvin Gordon, 18, Raheem Mostert at 19, and Le'Veon Bell coming in at 20. Uh, That was right. I think that's all, man. So let's get into number 10. Um, His name is Keon Drake coming out of Arizona, 52 targets uh, last year, 40 receptions, 269 yards, uh, a 76% catch rate. Uh, PFF graded him at 65.1 receiving. I thought that was pretty low when I seen it. 155 attempts, 765 yards, eight touchdowns. Three games over 100 yards, uh, 4.19 yards per attempt, though. Uh, another thing I saw, 
75 yards after contact, 32nd in the NFL. That's pretty gross. Uh, I don't know. That's that's. uh, I don't think that's correct. I don't know, man. I got him as 11th. Producer, let us know who. Let us know who is. Yeah, we'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. Oh, I don't even think we told everybody what we got him at. Los got him at 11. Javar has him at nine. I have him at 14. Gross. I think I think I'm pretty like. Yeah. I, I, I like where I got him at. You know what I mean? Of course. Yeah, I'm I, I'm a huge fan of of Drake this year, man. Like he's finally got uh, the opportunity that all the truther, truthers have been uh, you know wanting for years. You know, he had he had to deal with gays like a lot of players did. Since he joined the Cardinals from week nine to seventeenth, uh, week nine to seventeen, he was eleventh in carries, fifth in yards. Um, 10th in targets. So he got the opportunity and he was the uh, number four running back and averaged 18 points a game. So with David Johnson out of the mix, like, you know, that, uh, you know, I had to worry about that anymore, even though he was already out, you know, carrying them. But I mean, you know, I'm, I'm very excited about him. Then you got DeAndre Hopkins being added to the mix, man. That offense is going to be even better this year. I'm, I'm all in on him. Yeah. I, I, I'm not all in. Cause I think he has a lot of that touchdown deodorant on him last, um, last year too. And I think with DeAndre Hopkins coming in this year, I think the offense is definitely going to look different than what it looked like last year. So I don't know if we can completely go off of last year. What? What are you talking about? What do you mean? They had DeAndre Hopkins. Right. Hopkins comes in. He ain't right. Hopkins don't play running back. Last time I checked, he played wide receiver, right? Hopkins ain't got nothing to do with Drake touches, bro. If anything, that's going to help him. So let's reverse and try that one again. I think he's going. <laughs> oh, the ball's going to go in the air. Is what I'm saying, though. I think the ball's going to be in the air. Yeah, he was. And he he, was, he was targeted. They they targeted the running back um 20 percent of the time. So I mean, they do target the running back, and he was tipping targets. Huh? Well, I'm, I just got the targets. For, I just got his stats from when he joined the Cardinals. I didn't want the stats. Not the whole year. You, you know, know what I mean? I'm pretty sure I got his stats from just the Cardinals too. Though. But what? How many? How many targets did you got then? Thirty four. From weeks nine to seventeen, okay. Well, you know, I don't know. I'm not all in on them though. I'm just saying. So, so more for me. Down the stretch, more for me. Right from down the stretch. Percent uh, breakaway, uh, 28th in the NFL. I you like, have it from nine to seventeen though. Like you, I mean, it's a whole different picture. Like he wasn't used correctly in Miami, bro. Right. You got to uh, cut that to, out. He went to, to the Cardinals and like he did what he's always been doing. When he gets the opportunity, bruh, like we brought this bruh, up listen. last year, like we have, we've been, I've been a big fan of him. Remember, we made that post on Twitter about him. Like I've always been a big fan of him because he he produces when he gets the opportunity. And now he's in the best offense of his career. We've seen him get the opportunity last year. They shipped away David Johnson, man. Like I don't know what is what's not to like about him. And they they adjust the offensive line. So all, all I like this year too. All I like is they put him. Uh, the offense is spread out. It's wide open. They put Drake in one-on-one opportunities, and he tend to beat those opportunities and get yards. So I'm all in on that, man. Uh, yeah, I'm all in. He's top Oh, 10. yeah, and might I, might I add the uh, second easiest schedule, early season schedule for running backs this year. I like to look at the early season because, you know, can't worry about the playoffs and shit. So another thing to keep in mind, bro. Like, it's just it's a lot of, lot of uh, check, check marks by him, bro. He seems like a stud. We'll see. Um, coming in at number nine, somebody that we are a little bit more closer on, Austin Eckler. Los has him at 13. Jabbar at 10. Me at eight. How you feel about him, Los? Uh, another player that I um, really like this year, like running back, is super deep. 
Yeah. Um, so he had 336 opportunities last year, 15 over 1500 all purpose yards, um, second in targets. So, you know, he's going to be super valuable. Like, I mean, he's not going to get the bulk of the carries. We know he's not that type of running back, but they use him so much as a receiver that he just, that just makes him more valuable in fantasy. Um, so even though he's, you know, was better as a receiver, he's still good as a runner too. So he was um, 12th in yards at their contact, eighth in avoided uh, tackles per attempt. And he got five end zone carries when Melvin Gordon was out. So they have Justin Jackson, Joshua Kelly. They might, you know, be the, the goal line guy, but I think he's going to get more goal line attempts, you know, being the main guy all year. So definitely like him this year. I just think he's uh, going to regress some in the passing game since Phillip is going. So I, I don't I don't think that passing ceiling is going to be there from last year. But other than that, I like him. Yeah, I don't think he's going to get 108. Yeah, times. yeah. I I probably I don't have him statted for that, but he's still going to be one of the highest targeted you know running backs in the league. Definitely. Oh yeah, they, they line he runs routes, so he was second he, in the league in yards uh, per target. So, you know, he's he's a great receiver as he is a great running back. And he's efficient. And he's efficient. Yeah, 4.4 efficiency rate running ball. Y'all got anything else about him? No, that's pretty All much. Right. We're not taking him at in redraft this year. What round? How early, too early for, 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 for Melvin Gordon? I, I like yeah, him. For Melvin Gordon or for – I mean, for Austin. I would take him in a second. That's probably where – that's his ADP right now too. Uh, where we got him at, I'll take him. I like him right there when it's Eckler, Drake, Edwards, Hilaire right there on the clock. That's the little range. I take him when the running back's down to that, right before Gurley in there. Who you like better between the two, Eckler or uh, Drake? I'm going Drake. I'm a Drake all day. Me too. I guess we know who Gabe's going since he has Eckler. Eckler. Of course, so is Eckler, yeah. Eckler at eight and Drake at 14. <laughs> They're the same player. Okay, coming up at number eight, we have Nick Chubb. Yo, Javar is on one today, bro. <laughs> I don't think the same player, though. No, they're not, yeah, they're, they're not the same player. I think they're definitely – Drake is a way better rusher than Eckler. Austin Eckler is a way better receiver yeah. than Key and Drake. A 93.6 graded uh, PFF according to, uh, uh, according to PFF. But like you said, coming in at number eight is um, – Nick Chubb, Los has him at eight, Javar at six, me at seven. So we're pretty close on what Los has him at 12, Javar has him at eight, and Gabe has him at 10. What? Oh, yeah, yeah maybe. I'm yeah, we may be both on one. <laughs> Who's on one? You saying I have him too low? Huh? You no, saying I, I have think, him too? I think Javar's saying I'm on one. Maybe I had him too low. Oh, okay, okay. I think that so is. Let's, let's, yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So Nick Chubb had 45 targets last year with 63 receptions, 278 yards, uh, three red zone attempts. Um, how many rushes? 298 rushes, 1,494 yards with eight touchdowns and 51 red zone attempts. Um, carried the ball six time, 16 times inside the five and only got three touchdowns. Um, I don't know why he didn't really like punch it in on the goal line. It's pretty weird. Uh, top five in elusive rating, though, with 89.1%, uh, 38.4% breakaway speed. Um, a top-graded rusher, according to PFF. Um, then Ke- uh, Kareem Hunt did come in, we, like we mentioned in the news. So Kareem Hunt could take – well, no, I don't think could. He is going to take away some of that efficiency from Kareem, uh, from Nick Chubb. Um, 
But Nick Chubb, I, I don't know why people don't think Nick Chubb can um, catch the ball because he caught 80% of his catches. Yeah, he's a great receiver out of the backfield. Like, but Nick Chubb, like, Kareem Hunt is better, I guess. I and mean, yeah, he's probably better than them. And I guess they're just using their, their weapons, you know. But if, like, he was, he was getting more targets when Hunt wasn't in the lineup. So when he's, you know, asked to do it, he can do it, definitely. But yeah, but, man, it's, 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 go ahead. I don't even think Brett needs the targets to be a um, top 10 running back. They, they came out and say they want to run the ball and, if they run the ball, he getting twenty carries a game. I believe he can fall in that touchdown and get close to ninety some yards. So without the reception, I believe he can be a top ten back and safe up there. Yeah. That could happen, like because if he, you know, if the Kevin Stefanski comes in and fixes that rush game, because they had a good rush game, but it seemed like on the goal line, like Freddie Kitchens didn't know how to call the plays right, or whoever was calling plays didn't know what they were doing. So if they could fix that, then yeah, it, he could have be like a Derrick Henry type player where he's not getting a lot of receiving, but he's just such a pure runner. Like he's always going to be near the top of the league in rush yards that you know he could finish top ten. And it's funny you said fix that line. He had two hundred ninety eight rushes and average five yards per carry. Yeah, so more so on the goal line, more so on the goal okay, line because yeah. like I said, it was it's been two years in a row too, like where he's got a lot of end zone or inside the five carries, but he just hasn't converted on them. He's, a bunch of, he's not a Derrick Henry. Like he's getting down there like yeah. maybe not as much as Derrick Henry, but he's just not as like as efficient as Derrick Henry when Derrick Henry gets down there. I like yeah. him. It's just weird. I never get a chance to draft him. I got. I mean, and and like you said, and the only thing that's keeping him outside of like ranking him as like a top eight, top seven running back is because of Kareem Hunt. Like yeah. he definitely came in there and impacted that backfield from day one. Yeah. Like he was RB five, and you know before Hunt came back and averaged seventeen points a game. RB fifteen with Hunt in the lineup and averaging twelve points a game. Damn, so, what? It's, it's it's crazy, bro. I, and like I but RB fifteen without a lot of touchdowns. Like if he that positive regression hits, then it'll still be, you know, he'll still be a bona fide, bona fide RB1. Chup, 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 chup. Hey, um, Y'all remember I got him in like the fifth round in Secret Dynasty? Y'all still mad about that? No. Bro. All right, so he, he, <laughs> who we got at number seven? <laughs> you remember? I remember it. I'm the champ. Th- that's not going to help the followers. That is not in- info the oh, followers can it's use. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little banter. Come on. <laughs> um, hey, but before we go to the number, where are we at now? Number seven. seven. I want to mention that our producer did look up something. Thanks a lot, Antonio. Keon Drake was 35th in yards at the contact. So From weeks I'll, 9 through 17. Maybe not 9 through 17. I, I just I, I said I, I took out, you know, I just focused on when he went to the Cardinals, uh, when yeah. it was the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals. All right, cool. Uh, Joe, Come on, producer, being do your job right. <laughs> Joe, Mitchell, <laughs> up, I hope I, I hope I, I hope I ain't wrong because if he comes back later, <laughs> I was like, no, actually, that was nine through seventeen. Get okay. off his back, bro. Just, even if even if I'm wrong, tell me I'm right so we can just be right. No, <laughs> Joe Mixon, Wait a minute. it don't Joe work. Like number seven on the consensus. Lowe's has him at eight. Javar has him at six. I have him at seven. Um, how do you feel about Joe Mixon, Javar? He's a dog. He about to eat this year. We ain't even got to go into stats or what he going to get from next year. But, bro, about to eat this year, bro. 
new offense with new offense. They got pieces together. Got a new quarterback with the guards that got hurt last year coming back. Everything's in place for him to be a stud this year. I'm taking him after Kamara. I'm definitely taking Joe Mixon after Kamara, and he should pay dividends probably even more if he can get into the touchdown a lot. So yeah, I'm definitely buying in on him. How you feel about so anything? It? Anything like like red flags with him? Uh, I mean, if you if you want to go off injuries, maybe, but I I, I, I see him getting the rushes and the catches out the backfield. I think Gio Gio Bernard is a red flag. I mean, but Gio only came in. He he was there all last year. He like kind of spelled him. Only came in when he got hurt. Gio wasn't like really taking cares away. It's not about the carries so much as about the receptions for me. Yeah, the targets. Yeah, he was 17th in the league in targets, so that's definitely a red flag for me. And he's supposed to, and he's supposed to be – well, not supposed to be. He is one of the best catching uh, running backs. Exactly, exactly. He can he can run routes out there. He's not just, you know, you can just out of the flats or whatever. But uh, hopefully, they, hopefully they use him like more like that this year. You know, that's just, we've been waiting for that for a little minute. But, uh, yeah, um, down the stretch last year, bro, he he showed what he can do when given an opportunity. We were like me and Gabe were talking about that earlier today. Like he was RB four. It was like a two different types of players. So you know, always got these little stats. Weeks one through nine, he was averaging fifteen opportunities a game, running back thirty two and eight point eight points per game. Weeks ten through seventeen, when they finally started giving him the ball, twenty five opportunities, RB four and seventeen points per game. So a completely different player. Um, the only thing I would say, though, is they had a lot of injuries last year, um, especially down the stretch of the year. So maybe, you know, I don't know if that was more necessity or they were just like, well, I'm, let's just give the best player the ball. So mm-hmm. uh, I think he's going to get 25 opportunities a game, but hopefully he's, you know, somewhere in the middle. If he's getting – if he's if he's in that top 10 with red zone attempts, that would be another thing that I would like to keep an eye on. He had 41 red zone attempts, even though he only had five touchdowns and all five of them coming inside the five-yard line. If you keep getting down there, eventually something's going to happen. And we do pre- predict the offense to be more explosive with Joe Burrow coming back. Um, yeah, man. Anybody else got anything to say about him? Oh, he was number six in the league in yards at the, at the contact, like total yards with 877. That was a that was a monster that I, I picked out. Yeah, exactly. He, I mean, for him, he has nothing to work – well, he had nothing to work with last year. Mm-hmm. Especially with that offensive line, they had the dirtiest ranked offensive line. So for him to wow, use like he did, like it's once they finally Come put on, it together, yeah. man, he's gonna be a top five running back. I'm sure, I feel I like they know how, I feel like they know how they need to use him. They just couldn't do it how they wanted to last year. Well, they could have. I mean, they, they did it, but it, it wasn't as efficient maybe as they wanted to. Because like you said, with the offensive line, I mean, you can't do too much when your quarterback's just giving the ball away, like it's Halloween or something. Pretty bad too, like Lo said. Hey, Horrible. Before we get on to the next uh, number six running back, our runner, our producer did come out and say weeks nine through seventeen, Drake was ranked thirty three. Oh God, damn it! <laughs> With two points <laughs> at the contest. Well, damn. Exactly. All right, whatever. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> my low on Keon Drake. That's why. Um, but what's Derek, what's that? that? Yep, exactly. <laughs> We're flex, but okay, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Coming in at number uh six, Derrick Henry on the consensus. Los has him at six, Javar at seven, me at six. So, me and Los are pretty uh consistent with it. Um, last year he had 303 attempts, uh, rushing attempts that is with 1540 yards and 16 touchdowns. He was just a 
fucking beast. Fucking monster. Incredible uh, hope, my dog. 24 targets, 18 receptions, two touchdowns. He finished as a running back three. And that's what, like, sorry, Mariota being there till week seven. So I um, took the stats out, um, took the weeks out that Mariota was not there. And uh, that's week seven. Because week six is when Tannehill came in, but he took half over the game. So I only counted week seven on. And he, Derrick Henry was number two, only behind CMC. And that's in the uh, NFL, like, total, like, in all of fantasy. Besides the quarterbacks, of course. Um, 45 red zone attempts. Like I said, he punched them in at 13 touchdowns. 10 of them came within the five-yard line. PFF got him graded at 78. Um, 85% elusive rating. That's seventh in the NFL. 14th in breakaway speed. I don't know, man. Thoughts, 15 touches, uh, 15 rushes once a week, every week at the Mariota stop. Um, being the quarterback, um, 60% of his games, he finished as the RB1. 80% of them, he was the RB2. He's just a beast, man. I feel like he the, he is the one cheat code that um, gets away with, I guess, not catching passes, you know what I'm saying, in PPR leagues. It's about to be Chubb, too, now. But Chubb's still, like, still getting, like, 30, 40 targets. And I think that's that still, like, keeps him afloat. But, like, Derrick Henry literally just might get 20. I mean, he's the, he's the number. He's still going in, like, this, this early – First round, maybe like early second, if not early first round, but like middle first round, early second, if you're lucky. I'm not really one of the ones who goes out there and draft Derrick Henry, but you get the guy, you know. You draft him? I mean, I just like a pass catching back. I just like a pass catching back. But when you get him, you know he's going to – once they get in the red zone, you know he's going to touch the ball two or three times. Yeah. In the red we all we all like pass catching backs, bro. But you know, sometimes like a guy that just defeats all the odds comes around, and I think that's Derrick Henry, bro. Like he's such a beast, bro. Exactly, bro. He only had twenty three targets last year. He was the number three running back. Like he's just that good. When you're first in touchdowns, first in yards. Like I guess you can you can compete with the pass catch running backs, and I think that's still going to happen this year. They just paid him. I know. I'm Start just worried about carries. some of those games was just like he. No some reason. of those, some of those games, it was just like he got those carries, but it was like this one huge play he made, you know, that really kept him in there. Not a lot of maybe like three or four, he but he was getting like fifteen touches a game. Like, like I said, after Mariota, like after week six, he was getting fifteen touches a game. So it wasn't like big plays. Like he did have his big plays, but I don't think it was just the big plays. That's the only thing I. Don't, I only thing I don't like about getting yeah he had a lot of touches a game like well it's just when you get somebody that he was just like the minimum he was receiving was fifteen a game just yeah. when you get somebody that high you know you and they're just running the ball it's always a thing in the back of your head that maybe they can get scripted out if they fall behind every game but other than that I, I like them that's the only thing I don't like about Derrick Henry other than that I like them well I mean they were well I I don't I don't were they, they, they didn't really a lot last. Were they game scripted out last year a lot? No, nah, not really. It was really you know it was good. Yeah, they defense. kept it close. Yeah, they and, kept it close. A lot of days. In, once Tannehill comes in, one the game the game changes, and um, like the Titans just play an ugly game, man. You already know what they're gonna do. They're not gonna change exactly. It. Try tackling him all game, bro. Like exactly. you might slow he, it down for the first quarter, but come fourth quarter, bro, he's running through you. I yeah, mean, that's, that's if the game script goes their way. 
That's what I'm saying. Like it's, it's, well, it's NFL football, football, bro. They showed that they run the ball regardless of games. Exactly. Right. He, he was an RB one, and he was an RB one in um sixty percent of his games, second most in the league, and he didn't finish below uh, RB two in eighty percent of his games. So that was last. That, year. that floor is there. The ceiling's there. Yeah, it was last year, but I mean, it's gonna, I'm, it's gonna be some turnover. I feel ah, like it's, it's a lot to worry yeah, about. It's not too I... much different, you know what I mean? I mean, so when he gets the carries, that dude's gonna beast. Exactly, for one sure. One, yeah, all he's... Through, bro. Yeah. And, they, my... and, they, and they don't have nobody behind him. They they drafted uh, Darrington Evans. The Evans. thing is, y'all going off last year when everybody drafted Derrick Henry not in the first and second round, so. It was that was all good. He doing that now. You draft him in the first and second round. You need that production from last year. What and what I'm saying is that could be there, but it could be a game they fall behind a little bit, or or so we don't know how it's going to go next season. But that's something to worry about that he could be game script out. It's something to keep in mind, but I don't think me personally, I don't think it's something to you know big enough to keep me from drafting him in the first or second round. Nah, depending on where I'm getting him at. Um, I'm not drafting him over our next, um, I don't know. Yeah. Over our next person, um, Alvin Kamara coming in at number five, Los has him at four, Javar at five, me at five. I will never personally draft Alvin Kamara, you know what I'm saying? Just cause I don't draft Saints. Um, well, you drafted him last year. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for the again part. <laughs> no, but, but last year it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> they had to tell him now. They didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> and you see what happened? Wait, 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 he, drafted, he drafted him over CMC, too. Why you had to tell him, though? He drafted him last year? He he crushed my whole season, bro. Yeah. Um, so he drafted Saints, not, not named Michael Thomas, bro. Yep. If your name not Michael Thomas, bro, I'm not drafting you no more. Um, 171. I don't really see him as a saint, bro. He just just happened to be over there. He just, yeah, he just over there. Um, 171 um, rushing attempts, 797 yards, and five touchdowns with 97 targets, 533 uh, yards catching with a touchdown. Finished as the RB12 in half point PPR games last year. Uh, he dealt with a lot of nagging injuries. Um, another thing, he didn't have that t- touchdown deodorant on him last year, but they also didn't give him a lot of red zone attempts like he's used to getting. Uh, he only got 27 uh, red zone rushing attempts with four touchdowns and only 11 red zone targets. And that's a, a, a big, what's the word I'm looking for, regression and from what he had in 2018, you know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. I think um, I think we definitely going to see uh, a bounce back year. He still was 10th in elusiveness with 70.8%. Um, and he still was 14th in run and yard per route with 1.54. So I feel like um, last year was a mulligan pretty much, you know what I'm saying? And he's just going to be uh, – he's a, a stud. He's what exactly. So, you know what I'm saying? It happens, but I, I definitely – he won't be on any of my teams – but, you know what I'm saying, listeners out there, if you want to draft Alvin Kamara still at, as your fourth or fifth running back off the board, I still think he's uh, worthy of that. Yeah, and I, and I think it, it shows in the market price, too. Like, nobody's really fading him, according to his ADP right now. Mm-hmm. People realize he was hurt last year. And, I mean, he he didn't, like, kill you, kill you. Like, he didn't – he disappointed where his ADP was. But, exactly. you know, he had, that, he had that injury. So, when he's healthy, I think they're going to make it more their mission to limit him now. Like, not – you know what I mean? Like, when Mark Ingham left, they were probably giving him a little more touches than 
you know, he, he should have been getting. Yeah. So, but we know that he's even with limited 13, 14, 15 touches, like he's still going to produce. He's still going to be a beast because he's super efficient, man. So, and I don't know, did you mention the, um, the touchdown drought that he had last year? Yeah, I talked about the touchdown deodorant that I said. Yeah, like he went 11 weeks, so 11 weeks without going scoring a touchdown. That's so gross, bro. That's so yeah, that's, that's that, that'll that crush you. That'll crush you. I didn't know Kamara could do that. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I've seen, exactly. seen it for all the weeks he did it. I mean, of course of course, he's not going to score when he played the Falcons, but he didn't play the Falcons at 11 weeks straight. So. Huh? That's that probably when he got out of his slump when he played the Falcons. Sounds <laughs> about right. Look it up, producer. It might have been for real while y'all playing. Everybody gets a highlight tape against the Falcons. Have y'all noticed that? Wait a minute. Yeah, is that your team? No, nah, we just being real. Like it, it, I play I play my fantasy players when they play the Falcons. I, I get excited. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> you said what? Falcon defense is gonna be better this year, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I won't play him. I won't play him. But last year, boy. Right. You got a wide receiver going to Atlanta? Start him. Tight end. Start him. Everybody starts. All, start right. all engines. But anyway, man, coming in at number four, um, Dalvin Cook. Most has him at five. Jabbar at four. Me at four. How do you feel about Dalvin Cook? We just know. We just uh, got the news that they cut off contract talk, so he's in his last year of his contract. So he's playing on his rookie deal still. We already know he deals with injuries pretty much every year since he's been in the league. But when he's on the field, he's great. You know what I mean? He was the running back two last year. Before he got injured. Before he got injured. Yeah, before yeah. I to say well, I was gonna say it. But yeah, before he got injured, he had two hundred and fifty uh rushing attempts, a hundred a thousand and a hundred and thirty-five yards, thirteen touchdowns. And that was another thing he had those thirteen touchdowns. Um, how, how yeah. I, mean, I, I remember playing hot potato with him last year when we drafted him early, and he ended up being a, a running back too. So I don't know if I would fade Dalvin Cook this year. Like I had a four, like a four spot. So would you take Michael Thomas over Dalvin Cook? Because I think that's where you'll be at with your decision. No, no, I, I wouldn't. You're Dalvin Cook. Yeah, I'm going. I'm really hammering in that running. If I have a, you know, I'm not going to be stupid. Michael Thomas falls super late, but I really want to get running back early this year in draft. So, and like you said, before he got injured, RB two, easily. You know, and, and I think one of the yeah the big one of the main reasons for that is like not just the carries; it was the targets too. Like they targeted their running back 29 percent of the time. So, and. You know, they don't have no CMC or anything. So, Dalvin Cook was, like, getting those. They don't have, like, specialty pass catching back is what I, you know, meant to say. Mm-hmm. But So, Dalvin Cook was getting a lot of that. So, you know, Stephon Diggs not there either. Like, I, you know, this is going to continue this year. They're going to they build their offense around him, and they're going to keep playing around him. So, as long as he's healthy, I'm, I'm in. Another question. So, how if you are a Dalvin Cook owner, how early are you going to get uh, Alexander Madison or Mike Boone? Don't say Mike Boone. <laughs> you can't mention his right. name no more. Uh, you get Madison. <laughs> on the championship winning team, but I was about to trap <laughs> Bro, <laughs> no, that shit was crazy. He definitely should have been like, bro, you had your one opportunity, bro. One opportunity in the biggest week of the fantasy league. Damn. Thank uh, God you ain't need him, right? Yeah, I know. Thank God for De- uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Woo! <laughs> 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 uh, everybody else got uh, anything else to say about Dalvin Cook? Now y'all hit the Michael Thomas over Dalvin Cook, right? With Cup, uh, 
redraft, yeah. We, we high cover set up. He in the same role, same team. They lost a star wide receiver. Sign me up in the contract year. They're gonna use him and abuse him. <laughs> no, that is another. That is another fact, man. Like they. You gonna get that target? Well, I don't know if they'll they'll you know run him to the ground because they might get resigned. You know what I mean? They, yeah, they might resign him, but he's in a contract year, so you know if players like typically they perform well in that contract year. You seen Leonard Fournette with the money with the uh, dollar bills on the back of his? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oh boy. In that number three, I mean, with these top three picks, man, not top three picks, but these top three running backs, it's re- they're really interchangeable, like. Once you like break down the stats, um, I think Lo said, I forgot what you said. Like he said, ninety percent of the, the games, uh, Zika LA finished as an RB one. Oh no, he never finished below a RB two. Never like, finished below a hundred. Yeah, that's the highest of the league. Like even CMC had that that dud week against Tampa Bay last year. Like Zeke is literally the definition of consistency, man. And he still had those spike weeks too. He was an RB one uh, in. Uh, 56% of his games. So it's not like he was just finishing RB2, RB2, and, you know, like that low floor game. Like he was getting them ceiling games too. Uh, but and that ain't at number two. Let me tell him where you got him at. Lowe's has him yeah. at number two. Me and Jabbar have him at three. But go ahead. Yeah, that's – and really when I came across that stat, because I had uh, Zeke at three, Saquon at two, and really you're just nitpicking, like you said, when you, when you talk about these three players. So when I saw that stat, I feel like that's, you know – that was enough for me to move him ahead because um, the Giants have a you know rough start to the season. Yep. Still think he's going to produce, but you know, like he might not hit them ceiling weeks. Ceiling weeks in the first three weeks, and you need to get off to a good start in your redraft leagues. And you know, even it, it, like sometimes, like I'm not going to lie, like I have Zeke on some on some of my teams last year, and like when you're watching a Zeke game, like it doesn't look like he's doing a lot, but then at the end of the game, he has like. 25 carries, 125 yards, a touchdown, three receptions for 20 yards. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, now, he, be, he be getting them chunk plays, bro. Like, it don't, they don't look special or, you know, fancy like them Saquon Barkley plays be looking. But he gets them, bro. Like, he gets them 10, 15-yard plays a lot. That shit adds up. <laughs> Saquon Barkley, he is our number two consensus running back. Uh, me and Jabbar have him at two. Um, uh, Los has him at three, like he just mentioned before. I mean, like – it's not too much you can say. I mean, Saquon Barkley, he was injured, uh, what's that, week four, five, six. And so, like, we really can't say that, you know what I'm saying, what he would have been if he would have played the whole season because who was this? Like, everybody drafted him as CMC pretty much last year, what we wanted, yeah. CMC, what we wanted um, him to be. And so I just feel like, you know, the talent is right there. He's pretty much Barry Sanders of our time, man. I just, like, it's not too much – that you can say, I mean, yeah, I mean, because he, 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 he missed what he missed like four games, or well, I think three, three games, but he you know he was, yeah, was it the same Saquon when he came back because he was dealing with the same type of injury that Kamara had? Mm-hmm. So that, like, well, he went out, when he went out week three, and he only got eight touches that eight, tar- eight, uh, what's that, eight touches, eight touches, five, eight rushes, and five targets that game. And so he went out that game, came back, and you know he tried to come back, but he wasn't full strength week seven. But I think they limited him that down the stretch too because the Giants were, weren't going anywhere. But he still showed glimpses. Oh no, no, they ain't limit him down the stretch, boy. He won people leagues down the stretch. Like if you look at the mirror talk, he was putting up like thirty. I think did he put up a forty point game? Two, well, the last three games, the last yeah, three. like down the stretch, like when it really like counted too. Like he 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 did show you why you know who he was, just in case you forgot. 
just in case. Just in case. But, but when it comes to the debate about, because I think, you know, we all know who consensus one-on-one is. But think, when it comes I to... I think that's not the debate. Like, the debate is not CMC. It's really just... Yeah, it's Zeke or Saquon. So do you want to get that high floor? Like, you know, he just nothing's going to happen with him. He doesn't get injured. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's just, he's just a model consistency. Or do you want that upside, a player that's just going to straight destroy people and win you weeks? So that's that's what you got to ask yourself before you make that decision. If you're on a clock and they're there, which one, which one are you taking? Like if you have, Zeke? I know you're looking Zeke, at the- man. with uh, with Carolina going through a whole new you know head coaching offense quarterback up a new uh, new receiver. I'm kind of we don't know what they're going to do. I mean they're still going to use CMC in a similar whoa, way, whoa, but whoa. we still don't know what they're going to do right now because we're not even on CMC yet. And it sounded like you yeah. were about to try to say you would take somebody else over CMC. That was about to sound <laughs> possible. I'm not possible. even say that on this. Don't podcast. do that guy. Hey, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that, bro. <laughs> I'm not going to let you say that on that. I mean, I want to possibly if you got Zeke. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, you can make a case. With, uh, you just got to think about McCarthy. Who was his running backs he had that was kind of fantasy relevant? That are Eddie Lacy. I forgot to do before him. And imagine now he got Zeke. But that's he one got, thing. But that's one thing. Got earlier in the year in in the season though, McCarthy doesn't run the ball. You know, his offense. He's gonna, he gonna have to run the ball. He's gonna have to this yeah. year. You know what I'm saying, but his offense hasn't haven't been known to be like a run first offense. And he got three toys out there with uh, Michael Gallup, and he went and drafted a wide receiver and CD Lamb, and of course he got Amari Cooper out there. So. We really don't know what that offense is going to look like. So mm. I'm not drafting him over CMC. I don't care what the offense looks like. CMC is the offense. And them getting Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy uh, P-Shooter Bridgewater in there didn't make me feel nothing but like more excited about CMC, actually, because I know the ball's not going to go deep. It's either going to go to DJ Moore or CMC. And there's, um, you know, say there's no predominant tight end there this year. Of course, Ian Thomas, he could break out, but – who knows? I, I heard. I heard. I heard. Aunt, uh, Thomas is looking kind of blind in practice. He he ain't raised no eyebrows, unfortunately. Yeah, I haven't even heard anything about him. So I feel like who is to play CMC? And they just pay. And he's like, he just got the uh, what we always say, man. Follow the money, man. CMC just got the money, money. Like it wasn't yeah, Patrick Mahomes, the bag. but it's yeah. like it's about as close as you're gonna get to Patrick Mahomes' money. Like 141 targets last year. You think he gonna get 141 targets? Like that was that's crazy, bro. That's crazy. That dude's just on another level. Do you think he gets like what's what's his over under CMC getting 100 and let's say 100 targets this year? 100 targets. Uh, I'll go with the under because you just it's so rare to see running backs get that many targets. Like it's receivers that don't get. That many targets, so I'll I'm, go under. I did it every year. Pretty, let me see. Make sure I'm, before I before I, I, I'm pretty much every year of his career, right? Yeah, every year of his career, he's had at least a hundred targets. So at least really? every, coach, every coach in his every coach knows to throw him the ball. So <laughs> yeah, one coach and yeah. two. <laughs> every coach knows. So regardless of which year it is, like they giving him the ball a hundred times. And this is well, never the- mind. I'm, I actually take that back. I'll take the over. I got him down for 108 targets. So I'm tripping. <laughs> I was about to say, I, I knew that. that. <laughs> nah. Anybody else? I, don't, I already got to say about CMC. Did y'all hear that DeAndre Swift compares himself to CMC? He, uh, he, he yeah, I have high hopes, bro. Like, you know, see, he feel see, like that. Bro. See, look at people. Think, there go people. You think, 
You think Dame Lillard came into the league thinking he was below anybody, or was that was that dude See? like, yo, I'm about to, See? I'm about to fucking destroy all these people? See, okay. Gabe just right just want to talk about the headline. Swift said he compares himself to CMC. That offense is operated to get CMC in open area and beat his one on one plays. And Swift said he feels like he's very good at beating people in one on one plays. That's why he compared himself to CMC. Because of that, <laughs> not because of, you know, the whole general expat that people thought of once you said that. But yeah, you could have used somebody else. No, I just like, <laughs> hey, well, don't come for said Barkley, bro. Like, don't, yeah, don't, don't come from the throne, bro. <laughs> anything else to say? No, uh, sir. You compared yourself to like Joe Mixon or something. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened with Mixon one year. He compared himself to Le'Veon Bell. And he was like, Bell was like, bro. Yeah, well, you just no, you know, bro. Can people still say but that now. Now, I mean, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Anybody got anybody got anything else about CMC? I think that's it. No, nah, just go through the countdown one on one, and don't think twice. Yep. Who's second? Your top, your top five. Oh, we already went through the top five. Never mind. All right, one through ten. <laughs> get a countdown, Gabe. Right. One through ten. Let's get out of here, man. Javar, Let's get this dude Javar out there. CMC at number one, Barkley at two, Zeke at three, Dave Dalvin Cook at four, Alvin Kamara at five, Derrick Henry at six, Joe Mixon seven, Nick Chubb eight, Eckler nine, and Keon Drake at ten. That's the running backs. Uh huh. So, uh, yeah, man. That's the not just the running back. That's the perfect rankings for the running backs. If you follow this ranking, you will win all your leagues. Count mm. well, not all of it, not all of it. You make the playoffs in all of your leagues. It depends on playoffs because once well, you, you get to the drafted, it's not, it's more than just drafting now. Yeah, but this what is, is a nice core because our our rankings are one hundred percent right. You know, everything yeah, that's duh, good. right. That's yeah. That's what I was told. You know what I'm saying? The best play by uh, week by game by game, you know, analysis. Oh, they good uh, stuff. Uh-huh. And we hitting y'all with more episodes this year. Y'all ain't even know it. So, fellas, <laughs> two more Thursdays. What they do now? Two more Thursdays before Oh, my God, bro. Oh, my God. And so, stop. So, we're going to go ahead and pump out these. I'm about to cry, bro. Quarterbacks episode. We're almost there. Those coming next, and then that's hey, it's draft time. We'll give y'all some sleep. Get it, y'all some uh, rises, not rises and falls, but sleepers, breakouts. You know all the. We gotta ramp it up, then. Let's get it. We ready. We ready. Yeah, man. Stop playing Call of Duty and do some work, man. Hey, yeah, that's true. Hey, cut that out, Sonia. Exactly. Be back. Peace. Oh.